When in Wednesday with Dr. Hancock, how to win in the spirit. Philippians 2 and 12 talks about working out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So let's go a little deeper. How do we work out our soul salvation? The first thing we do is accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And just know that when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you're not necessarily going to understand everything. But as you connect uh, with the Holy Spirit in the spirit, he will bring all truths to you. You know, so you don't have to understand, but you got to know, you got to really be able to separate the, the carnal man from the spiritual man. And when you are able to separate the carnal man, at least a realization that you are aware that there is a, you are a spirit <laughs> and they that dwell in him must dwell in spirit and in truth or worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So just understand that a lot of times we look at things from the natural point of view and it kind of throws us off because that's the carnal man that's our fleshly man but if you are observing what god is saying to you from the spirit it changes everything because then you don't tend to be um emotional about it because you know what the word of god is saying and then you can be confident in what the word of god is saying because you know he's not emotional it is he's bound by his word just like we are bound by the word of god um, the word of God tells us that John 16, 63, it is the spirit. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I've spoken to you are a spirit and a life. So understand that we begin really to come alive in the very spirit that God has given us, you know, so in the flesh, in the mind, um, the car, for the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. What does that mean? If every time you go through stuff, you are focused on what you're going through, then that's the carnal man. You're living in that carnal man. And then you know that the end result of that is going to be death. But when you begin to really focus on the very spirit of God and what God is saying about your situation, you can you can hear if you just quiet the noise in your life. But when you don't quiet the noise in your life, it changes everything. It changes everything. You you got to know that you can win in the spirit. And when you bring things under subjection, it changes our perspective of how we look at our life and why are we going through the things we're going through? Because if we're connected in the spirit, the Holy Spirit is there to unction you and to guide you to all truth. But so many times we don't even give the Holy Spirit acknowledgement. We, we never, we never give the Holy Spirit acknowledgement. So we go about doing whatever we're doing and the Holy Spirit is that right there. And I remember one time my spiritual father was talking, giving a lesson and he was talking about the Holy Spirit being there to witness for us a witness against us. And the scenario that he used, he asked a guy to come and the guy was supposed to represent the Holy Spirit. And the, as the guy walked, the Holy Spirit would walk because there the Holy Spirit is there to guide you to all truth. And then at the end of the Bible study or the end of that scenario, he was saying that, you know what, when the Holy Spirit stands before God with us, He's going to testify for us or he's going to testify against us. So which one do you want him to do? Okay, testify for you or testify against you. So you can win in the spirit 
Romans 8 and 9 say, However, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, but if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. So those of us who are saved, we have the spirit of Christ. Those of you who have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you can say what you want to say. You do not have the Holy Spirit. You do not have the Holy Spirit in you because there's a condition in order for the Holy Spirit to come and dwell in your temple, which means that you must accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and invite him to your heart so that you can acknowledge and live for Christ. Um, Romans 8 and 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So let's talk about that for a second. So many times the, the enemy want us to focus on anything other than what God's word says. And because of circumstances, situation, and our emotions, sometimes we really do focus on anything other than what the word of God is saying. But in our situations, when we are going through, if you can turn your antenna, your spiritual antenna on, if you can continue having that relationship and that fellowship in the spirit, if you can continue going to church, if you can continue praying like you normally pray, it changes everything. But so many times, just the opposite happens when we are going through, when things come up that we don't think should come up, when we go through a situation on the job and they are treating us bad or in a relationship with our family, they just don't want to talk to us and we are temperamental and thinking, what's wrong with me? Woe is me. But that's the whole purpose of that is for the enemy to distract you. If you know who you are, you know whose you are, sometimes things might distract you for a moment but they won't hold you but so many times those of us my brothers and sisters we get not just distracted but the enemy and life paralyzes us why because we didn't anticipate the hit and we don't know what to do now that we got hit okay i'm gonna tell you what to do um come and acknowledge jesus christ come and repent Come and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to all truth because that's why he's here in our lives. But so many times we feel like we cannot come to him. That is a trick of the enemy. The word of God tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. It does not matter your condition. It does not matter what you've done. It does not matter what you're going through. The only purpose is for you to come and acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life and invite him in to deal with the issues of your heart. If we would just invite him in to deal with the issues of our heart it would truly change our life and we would know we would know that what god said will come to pass we will be so convinced that what 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 the word of god tells us it will come to pass we would never doubt because we have to remember to be like abraham when we discuss the problems and rehearse the promises of god the promises of God are yea and amen. In other words, he already see us through the perfection of the blood. The blood is covered. The blood cleansed. The blood, the blood of Jesus is what keeps us and washes us and wash all our sins away. The word of God tells us that he throw them behind his back to remember them no more. But we bring them up. We do that. Because even in addition to doing that, God said he's assigned angels to our lives to guard us, to protect us, to fight for us, to rage in battle for us in every situation. It don't matter what's going on. 
you have to make that decision that you're going to trust God and correct your eye gate when you think something different. Correct your mouth gate when you hear somebody say something contrary to what the word of God is telling you and what God has already put into your spirit. You guys, you got to know that it's going to come up. Something is going to always come up to challenge your faith. Why? Because God is moving us from glory to glory. Thank you, Lord. He's moving us from glory to glory. And how is your faith and my faith and, and all of our faith going to get sharpened unless we are going through in some area of our life to perfect what he already has in us, to let us see what's in us, or to let us see who we really trusting. Are we trusting our job to provide the finances? Are we trusting somebody in, to leave us money? Or are we trusting God? And he said that he's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. He would give us everything we need. Because the word tells us that we do have everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. But sometimes we get so focused on this carnal nature that we forget what the word of God says, but it is really just refocusing, reevaluating, realigning you guys. That's all it is. It does not, God does not take away anything he's given us. It's us who get up, open the door and walk away. But the only thing you have to do is get up and walk back. Okay. And repent because godly repentance bring about a change. We don't all do what's right all the time, but God has already paid the price for that and he's not expecting that. But the enemy is trying to trick you to think that you have to do everything right at all times. That's why Jesus died on the cross for us so that we can come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. But when we don't see that and the enemy keep us from seeing that, that we can't focus on what God is saying, we only focus on our present circumstance, which causes us to look through a lens that's distorted because of our circumstance and situation. But when we look through the lens of the word of God, it changes everything. And now we know what God is saying. And we are convinced that what he's saying is his word. We are convinced it don't matter what it looked like. God is not conditional. He's non-conventional. You have to make a decision in your life, a conscious effort in a conscious decision that are you going to trust God and do it his way? Or are you going to follow man and do it their way? Okay, the God of the universe has already orchestrated. He's already given us steps on what we need to do. And then we have these people here and then we decide, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do what God said do. I'm just going to follow my friend. Now you're soul tied and you can't do what you think you're going to do and you can't disconnect because again, you got to keep in mind when you become soul tied with somebody, it changes everything. You can win in the spirit, but you have to remain in the spirit so that you can strategize and set things right in the spirit so that they can manifest in the natural. And when you do that, and when you're so convinced that God's way is the right way, and you make a decision that I'm going to trust them regardless of what's going on, it changes everything. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if you know that he hear you, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock. Galatians 5 and 25. If we live in the spirit, 
Let us also walk by the Spirit.